0: Education of our children doesn't begin and end at academia. There is a spiritual responsibility on each parent and teacher to
1: nurture and train a young soul spiritually. This is called chinuch. Join Rabbi G every Monday at 2pm as he explores education and chinuch for parents and teachers. Torah isn't education, it's transformation. We are back, as we do every Monday between 2 to 3, where we discuss education. We discuss the world. How can we make the world a better place? How can we make ourselves better people? How can we influence ourselves, our families, our community, anybody, to be in a better space, better world, and just keep on achieving? Many things happening today in the show, but different than usual, it's not going to be many people. I actually am hosting two very special people, in my opinion, uh, that they will stay here throughout the whole show. And we're not going to change interviews in the middle, because I think we are talking about a very, very important topic today. The topic is technology. And why is it so important, in my opinion? Because three years ago, almost three years ago, on this show, We've introduced to the community in South Africa a new company, two young special people who put together a program called Purify, who were launching safety for kids, for adults, for families, how to make the environment, the community, just a safer place to live in. Three years later, everybody knows what Purify is. Everybody knows about their apps, about their stuff, and they are back here to discuss what happened in those three years and did we reach or did as a community did we reach our goals what do we need to look at further and what else is happening so you know what without any um more talking that's weird to say that for a radio show but yeah without any more talking uh we're gonna go straight to the interview good afternoon and thank you so much for being here Rabbis, I'd say Ari Lewis and Yochi Divshitz.
0: Thank you, thank you. Thank okay, you.
1: welcome back to Chai FM in the new location, and welcome back to South Africa, Yochi. I know you're overseas, running um, the the com- the company or whatever needs to be done from far. So before we start our discussion, remind us, Purify. Tell us
0: about it. So Purify is basically a system that uh, allows a parent or um someone who is reliable someone who is not using the the device generally um to maintain what's going on there um and make sure that what's going on is things that uh are not to be questioned meaning that um there's certain apps that should not be used on a device um setting boundaries basically using technology for constructive things by setting positive boundaries and um Creating an environment where technology is no longer destructive and over, uh, overpowering, but uh, in a in a in a way that uh, it can be used constructively and uh, for growth, for the advancement of society, as opposed to you being swept away by by the forces that are technology and the addictiveness, etc. Okay, so basically you're taking smartphones and making them safe, pretty or much computers, etc. Laptops or mainly for smartphones. Uh, smartphones, Android phones, iPhones, Windows, Mac. That's what we do. Okay. So, you know, I, I as I started off before,
1: um, you've gone quite quite a journey you've took. I remember when you came in the first time, and and the, a lot of our discussion was about people saying, well, I trust my kids, I trust my community. I think that is no longer around. I think that you've won in that area. I think that the awareness about uh, child protection, about adult protection, about community protection, about safety has is there. And even if a parent uh, or somebody disagrees and says, no, and wants to say that they still uh, trust their child, I don't think they feel comfortable anymore uh, at this stage is to say, I trust my child, because we all realize that smartphones are dangerous. However, and this is where I feel maybe we're kind of losing the battle, and I'll say shortly, but before I say that, I will offer you any thoughts you have about technology, about Purify, about anything you want to know, you want to ask, you want to hear. 34519 is a SMS line, 0618951019 is a Telegram line. I understand that the WhatsApp still works, but still, we are with Telegram right now. 61 or SMS-34519, but that's only in South Africa. If you want to call in, even 10 I'll tell you where I feel we lost. We're focusing so much about safety, and I speak to parents, I speak to educators, and they all tell me, no, don't worry, our devices are safe now, okay? We're not talking about addiction, we're not talking about games. We're not talking about how we destroy ourselves with hours and hours of connecting to the devices. We are not talking about um, the social isolation we're putting ourselves in. We're not talking about um, the, that we have no time to think, to develop, to grow. We, are, I mean, I'd say everything I think, but we only have an hour, so I'm, we're going to have to stop. But I kind of feel like you took phones, you made them safe in a way. But we kind of haven't rose, raised a discussion about all the rest. Are you with me on that? Definitely agree. Agree. Oh, that was easier than yeah. I thought. Uh, <laughs> so, yes,
2: yeah, so I think it's an excellent point. It's a very very important point um, that the smartphones and different internet active devices are really taking over our lives in, in every in every manner. And uh, from a purifier point of view, we are we do we do handle that to some degree. We allow a parent or a person in his own own uh, his own self, he decides he wants to limit. He decides he doesn't no longer wants to be able to browse the internet. Block your browser, and you won't be able to access it without our permission. Without our without us unblocking it on our server, and there we go. Your your time is uh, all of a sudden. You've got a whole bunch more time on your hands. We can block certain apps. We can block certain functionality on devices, and uh, allow. Maybe certain, only certain websites a person to go to, which allows a person not to get swept away into the world of addiction. But it's true, Rabbi G. Um, We probably are not doing enough, and it's something that's on our list, our our huge, ever-growing to-do list, uh, to be able to handle this in a better way. And we've got a lot of amazing ideas and a lot of things that are coming through the pipeline at the moment that are going to address this more. But I couldn't agree with you more. It's a massive, massive problem. It's okay, really which, problem. which
1: we will take a short break. And when we come back, I would want to hear a bit about the responsibilities regarding smartphones. Um, I know now that the a device is protected, what do we have to do as well? Can we just give it and forward it Move and assume our kids are safe, or where do we know, need to go with that? A short break, and we will be right back. Hi fm your station of choice since 2008. 101.9 Hi fm chi by G. We are back in the middle of a fascinating discussion about technology, internet, safety, smartphones, etc., it's almost like an oxymoron having all those words in one sentence. Um any comments you have, oh six one eight nine five one oh one nine on the telegram or three four five one nine is the SMS line. Before we go back into the conversation, a very interest, important message. Addiction. It has many names. Alcohol, drugs, gambling. If you are a loved one is being affected by addiction, give us a call at the High FM helpline is here to help you. Oh, eight hundred twenty four twenty four thirty six. O eight hundred twenty four twenty four thirty six. The High helpline caring, compassionate and confidential. That's very important. Um but we're in the middle of a conversation about smartphones and that, that why is the why is that not on the list of addictions? I'm sitting with the professionals, what do you say? Should smartphones be
0: on the list of addictions? I personally think too many people are too scared to actually acknowledge it as an addiction, uh-huh. and uh, that's where the problem lies. So, but one second, maybe it's your fault. Could be our fault. <laughs> I'll tell you why.
1: Because when I buy a bottle of wine, it says on it, "Careful, it's addictive." I think it should it should say it should or say cigarettes, that. and right? that's
0: dangerous to pregnant women.
1: But when, right, but when I get a Purify phone, it's it's telling me you're making it safe, but it doesn't say that I, my kids can get addicted, and it doesn't say that I can get addicted. So maybe it's time.
2: Uh. Yes, it's a, it's a very important point. The the, the the answer to your question is, we cannot take a smartphone uh, or any internet accessible device and make it hundred percent kosher. We can't do that. It's impossible. The it's just it's just too big, and okay. it's true that the that the levels of addiction with 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 smart devices. Is huge. It's probably one of the biggest addictions we have today because it's kind of a socially accepted addiction. And no one, everyone walks around with a smartphone in the pocket, and no one really, no one knows what you're doing uh, in your free time. Um, so it's a huge problem, and we we try our best, and we and we acknowledge it's addiction, but we cannot. It would it's, be impossible to, to, for us to say that we can solve this problem uh, altogether just by purifying your phone.
1: So, I want to ask you like this. Quite a few months ago, I interviewed here on the show a mother who was in the middle of sitting Shiva for her son. Her son died because he was on social media and he was challenged by his friends to climb from the balcony to the living room window and they live on the 12th floor or 11th floor and he did it once with all his friends from class and it worked and then the second time it didn't, he fell and he died. And she was saying uh, filtered phones are not good enough because if you don't know what's on the phone that your son is not getting texts and what's up and things that are challenging him for dangerous things you cannot become is it that how, how do you see it is it really that bad
0: yeah I definitely think it is but I think we first of all have to differentiate between two things there's number one the dangerous content that is available on the internet Um for example pornography uh shopping websites often cont- contain lingerie, uh swimsuits, things like that, which is the type of thing that often people going look go looking for. Um that's one battle. And that's something that you can win by having a filter on your on your phone. Um The battle becomes harder when it comes to trying to keep up with other technological companies. For example, every time Apple releases an update, every time Google releases an Android update, every time a website changes something. So we're just playing the catch-up game on a constant basis. At least Xiaomi Trump is taking care of you. Oh, thank you very much. (laughs) Um, That's the one problem, and that's difficult enough as it is. But the second problem is the social side is that there's so many areas of a, of these devices that have nothing to do with the Internet. We had a father who was complaining to us about the fact that his kid was watching uh, movies on his phone, and he wanted to know how he got the movies on his phone. So I said to him, it's very easy. There's about ten different ways to get a movie on your phone from a friend without it going through the Internet, so an Internet filter's not going to not going to help anything so he said to us well is there no way you can block it and we said of course we can we can disable bluetooth and we can disable wi-fi so that they can't use wi-fi direct and we can disable dropbox and we can disable uh, whatsapp and we can disable telegram and i kept listing more and more ways and the usb port on the phone and i said to him but then you may as well just go buy him a 100 rand nokia what's the point of him having a smartphone once all of that's disabled so what is the point What's the point? Do why are we smartphone? Doing it? Yeah, why are we doing it? Pe- people feel like they have to have a smartphone to keep in contact with people.
1: Okay. That's
0: why people have it. Okay. So, I, you know, I, I was I had,
1: I had a chat with a group of fourteen-year-olds that I was talking about, from different communities, different schools. It was a, a discussion we had regarding smartphones, and one of the questions I asked them is if I would give you a smartphone before you, like in the evening, before you go to sleep, and I wouldn't say a word about what you could do with it. How many of you would watch movies? And they all pretty much said that that's what they would do um, because they know social media is dangerous, whatever. They knew what I wanted to hear. And then I asked them, but with all honesty, how many of you can tell me that you will stop after one movie? And none of them said that they will. they, They all said we would probably continue beyond one movie. I said, okay, two, three. Now, if we look at three movies, we're talking about a minimum of four and a half hours. Where do we have that time from? And how can a child function in school or in life or anywhere after four and a half hours of this day, which is, uh, I'd say, from the time we're awake, getting close. It's over a third of our time just watching and, and doing nonsense. Isn't that highly, highly dangerous and should be marked?
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's it's incredibly dangerous and uh, it's not just the kids i mean adults we can we can relate ourselves we how much time we spend on our devices going to bed extremely late uh, when we should have been going to sleep much earlier doing absolutely nothing browsing random websites on our on our, on our smartphone um and the truth is it, smartphones are, are are here to stay they're they not going anywhere There's, They've come into our lives And they're only going to get more and more and more powerful and I don't know,
1: they used to say that about cigarettes <laughs>
2: um, I don't know, we have to question that So my my personal point of view And uh, maybe I'll, I'll be uh, found to be wrong at some stage But I have a feeling I, will, I won't lose this bet The smartphones are here to stay And they're going to get stronger and stronger and stronger With crazy technologies coming through And we're just hoping to keep up with all this. And, uh, it's true. What can we do about the addictive nature? Well, that's what we had to discuss. And, uh, we're trying our best. And we got different ways of, of, of minimizing it. But at the end of the day, uh, there is no way to fully stop this because the, the nature of the device
1: is to make sure a person isn't bored. And is there a way to start becoming honest about it? Which means making a separation in your s- phone between the phone and the functional uses, internet for like banking and into your entertainment center.
2: Absolutely. I mean, w- we have many clients that come to us and say, listen, we don't want the entertainment functions of the phone. We just want the business. We need it for our business. We need WhatsApp. We need to be able to access our bank. We need to be able to access our email. And that's what we do to the, do for them. Um, and uh, we give them a phone, which is not a hundred Rand Nokia. They still cost a hundred Rand? Yeah. Okay. So they, we have these, we're able to take a smartphone and make it a business phone. And the person finds that uh, all of a sudden they're not wasting time looking at random news websites for two hours. Um, the 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 limitation of this is that not everyone's prepared to make such a step.
1: So maybe as a community we need to raise the awareness in that area and see what can be done.
2: So I I feel that it is very important and uh, South Africa has come a long way in the last three years that we've been in this in this market. Um, I and mean, there's a long way a lot, a lot bigger way to go, a further greater greater way to go. But um, we should for sure uh raise the awareness, but um, I, I hardly doubt that uh, your average teenager out there with a smartphone is going to say, okay, I only want email and WhatsApp.
1: That's for sure. But you know what? At the end of the day, your average teenager, his parents are paying for it. So then they have the power in a way. True. Um, But because I, 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 I could say from a different area, it used to be um, that uh, hotels throughout the world, many, many hotels had Uh, TVs in the bedroom and in the lounge. So even if you took a two bedroom, uh, suite in the hotel, you would have one TV in your bedroom and one TV in, in the, like, the living room. More and more, and I've heard this from somebody I've been interviewing here and from, and I've checked with some, uh, hotel companies. Not a lot, but there is in, and funny enough, more in the, uh, luxurious hotels that they're kind of taking the TV out of the bedrooms. So people couldn't have a bedroom and putting very nice, big, fancy TVs in the living room, but the bedroom can stay okay, which actually South Africa is quite in a good position for that. And I'm wondering, when that change happened in hotels, How? why can't we not implement the same ideology into our homes, into our smartphones, into our life?
0: I think we should. I think the limitation comes is that it takes a bit of backbone to do to actually put a foot down um, and do it at a stage where your kids are young enough to still understand that there's there's a parent in the house, there are parents in the house, they are the ones who set the boundaries, they are the ones who, who set the limitations, um, and they're the ones who make the rules before it, cu- uh, it becomes a stage where we have all these parents who are saying, Oh, but what can I do because my child's already got the device, I can't take it away from him. So, number one, to start off with, you have to make it clear what the limitations are. You can have the device, but these are the limitations. You also have to question why the child needs the device. Most of the time, all the But do child we say that?
1: I'm sorry I have to stop you, but do we say that if our child comes home um, with a bottle of whiskey and he's 14, do we say, okay, what can I do? He got it already. No, or that's exactly Or do we exactly try to take it away?
0: That's exactly the point. But the change from having a device that they want to play on and they don't actually see as damaging to something that is objectively and I'm not saying technology is not objectively damaging and problematic, but something like whiskey where it has a label on the the device, on the item, that says that this is dangerous and it's harmful, and you've got Alcoholics Anonymous, and all of these people on the street that you can see have problems because of it, that's very different in a child's mind. A child doesn't see that these devices are problematic because when it comes to alcohol, at least in my mind, not that I'm an alcoholic, um, what a person who is addicted is looking for is a release. They're not looking for the addiction. They don't enjoy the addiction. They enjoy the result of the item that is ultimately addictive. Whereas when it comes to technology, people actually enjoy the addiction and they just pretend it's not actually a, an addiction. A
1: hundred percent. So
0: this is exactly what I'm
1: asking because the, the world used to have alcohol. And then one day the governments realized that a child doesn't know the difference. And they said, okay, there's an age limit to it. Same thing with cigarettes. And I'm asking, when are the smartphones going to have an age limit? It's a good point.
2: I mean, I saw recently an article. Um, I'm not sure when it's going to come into, into fruition, but I saw an article about WhatsApp, where they're going to start putting age restrictions on WhatsApp. I don't know how it's going to work. We'll have to see what happens. But I think the world is waking up to, to such a thing, to realizing the damaging nature of, of smart devices. Um, but we do have to draw a distinction between a smartphone. And a bottle of whiskey. Because, uh, you give a, you can give a kid a bottle of whiskey, it's not gonna be pretty. Uh, but a kid can have a smartphone and handle it with the parent's guidance and professional's guidance to be handled in a certain way to be able to make that device a device which isn't going to destroy the child's life. I do believe it is possible and I think it's something we have to address because of the, the nature of, of smartphones and how they've uh, infiltrated our lives, especially children's lives, that they're not going away. So we have to deal with the problem.
1: So it's possible to make it maybe less damaging, but to make it not damaging?
2: Yeah. As, as I said before, it's, it's something that we cannot make 100% kosher. It's impossible. But we, we definitely, with the right guidance... Right.
1: But we got to that because one thing we didn't even touch base on yeah. is games. I mean, the games that we we hardly even talk about it when we're making our phones safe. And then, uh, yet I've interviewed here somebody that his job um, was is to teach companies how to make their games addictive, therefore they're worth money. Mm-hmm. To a point that he said that he um, trains companies to try to get that ev- their game would con- get users addicted to the level that they use it for 10,000 hours which just to realize it's the amount of hours you need to become a pilot. So if that's how addictive it could be, and then I asked him what kind of restrictions are and what protects it from um, pedophiles or terrorists, and he said, not really, because we're business companies and and it's not really monitored. How come we don't hear about that? How come um, we're so concerned about social media, but we don't really realize the the damage and the scary – without even going into the graphics, into the injuries, into the violence – Just the fact of the addictiveness and the amount of hours wasted is that it's nothing we don't,
0: we never even raise as a concern. I think it's a similar problem to just having unfiltered internet is the same thing is that all of these companies, whether you're talking about game developers, whether you're talking about Apple and Samsung and LG and all these other companies that are trying to compete, all they, what they are all competing for is a person's attention and to try to keep your attention for as long as possible. Now, that is very much hidden when it comes to you using your device because when you see a device, you see the advert. What's the advert for? The advert's for that it's got a great camera that they um, they combined with Laka to make an amazing camera that's got two cameras that work at once or 2D or 3D photos or whatever it is. Uh, higher megapixels, and all these things, and then it's got a full, the whole thing's a screen, there's no buttons at the bottom, and we completely miss the point of what they're actually trying to, not even sell us, but actually steal from us, and they're just trying to get our attention. And all of these devices and whatever you're doing on them is all the same thing. But the problem is people don't want to know that because people view these items as a necessity and therefore they see all these other things almost as collateral damage. And therefore once the amount of attention and time dedicated to these items is viewed as collateral damage, then it doesn't matter whether it's collateral damage from something that's productive and necessary or something not because my hands need to be busy while I'm sitting at a table with you. So if my hands need to be busy, um I'll just put, pull out my game on my phone and play a game on it
1: so i don't need to invest in relationships.
0: exactly and, and do that, you see that's a, how a view time
1: it. 10 years from now 20 years from now 100 years from now that people that have developed these games that are so addictive and so and take away our attention in our life will have criminal convictions mm, doubtful uh,
2: it's, why it's it's a it's a business and uh Maybe the, we'll see more. So is drugs. Yeah, sure. I mean, maybe we'll start seeing more, uh, uh legal frameworks be around, around this area. And I think there is. We do see age restrictions on all, uh, games and that sort of thing. But to see these people going behind bars, I'm not sure.
0: Maybe. It would be very nice, but I don't think it will ever happen.
1: Oh, we never know. L- so now basically
0: any, anything you want to do online, You can do without paying the price Yes And that's why the porn industry online is so big As opposed to going into shops You don't see any shops on the street Um, In my life I remember seeing maybe three Maybe four Um, And I think that the main difference Is the anonymous nature of the internet Is that to own a shop like that To run a shop like that You have to have someone to be behind the counter you have to have customers who are willing to walk in off the street into a shop like that which is you know almost slightly embarrassing or you have to be so low in in society's eyes that you don't even care about these things as opposed to on the internet everything's completely anonymous you have no idea who's running the website you have no idea who's visiting the website everyone's just a mac address or an ip address and uh, most of the time people are using browsers that completely hide their history and uh, encrypt their connections so that uh, there's no there's no trace of who it was and that's where the biggest problem comes. It's a very scary thing because when I th- speak to my kids about
1: safety, one of the things I tell them um, about talking to strangers is that um, you got to be much more careful and more alert when you're talking to somebody that you won't be able to track down afterwards. So if a stranger comes up to you and he starts talking to you and you don't know who he is and how to find him afterwards, that's a very big risk. But if you know that how to find him and how to get to him, in a way, it's a bit safer. At the same time, the Internet, it sounds like, Everything is can be not is can be untrackable. So, how come we don't let our kids talk to strangers on the street, but online we're fine with it?
2: It's it's frightening. It's absolutely frightening. Now We've we, we've seen cases of uh, children um, from well known com- uh, families in the community who have uh, met strangers online, and to the point where they've actually set up meetings with the strange adults adult meeting at, 12, 13-year-old kid somewhere in Glen Hazel, and their parents didn't know about it. It's frightening. It's absolutely frightening.
1: There's a few studies about that. We do have to take another short break, and when we come back, we will discuss a bit about that and a bit about solutions because, you know, I'm sure half the listeners are saying, okay, you're kvetching, you're kvetching, kvetching, but what can we do? So we'll get to that short break, and we will be right back. (laughs) IFM 101.9 Megahertz of Life 101.9 101.9 Chachin Thorbaiji. We are back. Um, right before the sh- the break, we were in the middle of a discussion about technology, about the options, about what we have. Before we continue on, an important message. Since we are known as the people of the books, um, and we, um, connect very strongly to the ideas, to the written word, etc., we are, we are readers. Chatham is starting a book club. Would you like to be one of Chatham book club readers? You'll receive a book every month to review on the radio for our listening community. It's social, it's fun, and it's mentally enlightening. We are looking for people with a wide range of reading topics and to get in touch. Email books at com. So if you are into reading, please email haifem at at books at haifem.com I'm starting to miss the days when parents would come to complain to me that their kids read too much, Um, going through what uh, the topics that we're discussing on. um, I'm wondering, are there people that still don't believe that the internet is such a
0: dangerous place? I'm pretty sure they are. I think they're just too scared to approach us at this stage.
2: Yeah. um, Even though, uh, Rabbi G, you did say at the beginning that when you see the average person and you speak about these issues, they do tell you that, of course, a smartphone is dangerous, a computer with data filter is dangerous. And we know that. We definitely see that. People are aware that there's a problem. But you can't miss it. I mean, you go to innocent websites, you go to a sports website, you want to watch the cricket, something like that, and you just met with these crazy pop-ups that are just absolutely mind-boggling as to what's being shown on a sports website. And, uh, but, so people know, know, see the problem, but, the question is, uh, do people still? The point is that people still feel yes, it's happening, but it's not happening in my home. And there was a rabbi that came to visit South Africa recently, and he gave a crazy stat of of what uh, what percentage of pornographic websites are out there out of all the in- internet sites of the world. I would say he gave a, a crazy stat. I'm not sure. If, I'm, not, I'm sure it's true, but even if we go half of what he said, it's frightening. So we're talking about 50%, 60% of all the websites in the world, which is billions of websites out there, are pornographic. And we're just allowing our kids to take a stroll down the Internet and say, you know, hopefully he won't see anything bad. And uh, I do still think that, that a lot of parents are th- are saying, yes, it's happening, but it's not happening to my child.
1: Okay. And, you know, let's talk about adults with that. Because in a way, it seems to me that adults, um, sometimes I meet some of my clients who are developing like a separation of personality almost. They're, who they are in their real life and then they who they are on their smartphone, on their devices and obviously they're starting to live with anxiety if anybody would ever find out what they're doing on the phone but they completely separate themselves. How, have you seen that? What do you think the numbers are and how dangerous really is it really?
2: Yeah, so uh, the the internet that, that, from that point of view, the internet is, uh, a, 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 you know, sometimes can be a good thing. I mean, a lot of times you had a classmate or two that were completely shy, you never heard them speak ever. And all of a sudden on Facebook, they, the most outspoken person, spreading their worldviews, views, which are actually very enlightening and uh so they're able to give themselves a voice but have you seen on facebook uh life comments that are very enlightening <laughs> that's a good point um <laughs> but there is there is that aspect and on the other hand you're 100 percent right a person can use the anonymity of the of the internet to literally li- live a double life and we see it all the time and i, just, I would just like to say um i've seen personally people have come to me i've seen from our clients that these things affect every single kind of family, no matter if they're irri- totally irreligious or the most re- to the most religious uh, sphere of society,
1: it's affecting everybody, and it's it's very scary. One of the things that I w- that I've been discussing with people, maybe we can do that our smartphones um, will just have their data much slower, slow it down a bit, which means that if you want to watch something on it. Even if a child would, he would have to kind of put in the request. It will download for a few hours and then start. Or kind of put a delay in, which would hold us from just escaping life. Because now if a child has 30 seconds in between, so he'll just go into something or check or whatever. But if it's not that way, if it's slower, then you would have to put time in your day for it. Prepare for it. Because we're living in a life that we're losing our track of planning, losing our of, uh, our track of build up. We just, everything's fast,
0: instant, right away. Is that something you would offer you would think about? I think it's a, a great idea, but I think that as it is, people have this negativity towards having to submit an unblocked page when something's blocked or doesn't work. Um, so even a small amount of time delay is completely against the whole way their mind works. The other problem we'll introduce, which is already a massive, massive problem, um, is the allowing of pop-ups. For example, a lot of the time people want to download a video. So what they'll do is they'll Google something like uh, how to download a video from YouTube. And then it leads you on to try download an extension and it tells you to click this and to click that to get things to work. And whether ultimately it will or won't work, but all, all of this is just clickbait for trying to get you to click certain buttons so that certain things can happen. Now, you have no idea who wrote the program, who made the website, who's behind all of this. Again, going back to the, the anonymity point. Um, and the problem you end up with is, like what we have, what brings us a lot of clients is when a person's just getting these really, really bad pop-ups all over their computer and they can't work out what's causing it. And most of the time what it was is that someone tried to download a video and a, they allowed a certain website to give them notifications. And when they boot up their computer that's been off for eight hours because it was off while they were asleep, um, now they've got eight hours' worth of pop-ups. And most of these pop-ups are things to try to get you to go back onto the website. And what's going to try to get you to go back onto the website Dating websites with good-looking girls um, and all sorts of things like that. So, all of these things lead towards having a double we- a double laugh, as you were discussing. But then, how stupid can
1: we really be? Because every time you want to download something like that, you get a pop-up from uh, Microsoft or from Google or from – this was known by made by an unknown author. Please be aware that you know the person that sent it to you before you click yes or whatever, whatever, whatever. And we all just go yes, 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 yes. I mean it, do we have zero responsibility? Well, we found uh, from uh, – I'm sure many businessmen, women out there can
2: relate to this that unfortunately people do not read. When they're on the internet, they just look for the button that says "Proceed" and click it, and they don't read. Um,
1: so you're getting a warning. This can damage your computer. Yep. This can be a risk. This can smoking be smoking bad for your health. health. No, but it's much more than that. You gotta. It's like we
2: we've we, on a on a almost daily basis we have to tell our clients that. Um, you're infected by uh, a malware virus because they've been going to websites and clicking proceed, install, install, install. And they've got a whole bunch of viruses on the computer. We pick it up on our side because we see the traffic is being routed through some weird website. And we tell them you've got a virus on your computer.
1: Okay. And right before uh, – oh, we do have to take another – short break. When we come back, I just, we're really running out of time, but when we come back, I just want to hear about the dangers when you click on these things. Can people really steal your information? blackmail you get in, get you into dangerous situations are you really putting your family in life at risk 101.9 we will be right back before we go back i gotta remind you 34519 is the sms line 0618951019 is the telegram or you can always call in at 0101403020 short break we'll be right back <laughs> ifm 101.9 megahertz of life one hundred one point nine half We are back for the last part of our show. Very quickly, two points, and we gotta really gotta end. Um, the, the question I said right before the break: What is it really dangerous to click and allow something that you don't know the person who made this? Are you putting yourself under risk? Can you be blackmailed? How no. dangerous is that? The answer to the question is yes. Simple. Yes. Okay. So now I'll get. I want to hear a better answer because I've been. Quetching throughout the show Not understanding how we can really put Our lives and community in risk I'm assuming that one day there will be people That will be behind bars because of the Dangerous apps and dangerous things that they've done To society What is the solution? What can we do? Instead of just scaring everybody So as
0: parents, as educators, as a community Give us the solution that you have to offer I think it's very similar uh, To educating our kids As we do with school We are not all able to do metric level maths we are not all able to do matric-level English. We are not all able to do matric-level science and physics and biology. So what do we do? We outsource. And we pay a fortune to outsource the education of our kids. And we pay a fortune for our medical aid because there certain things that we just can't do ourselves and we acknowledge that we can't. Why is it that when it comes to these things, we acknowledge there's a problem, but we still want to hold the reins and feel like we're still in control? First, we need to be able to s- s- stand back and say to ourselves, we're not in control, we can't be in control. We all know that our kids know more than us about these devices. So let's hand it over to someone who does know what's going on, someone who can run things at a level um, that it benefits everyone, that is run at an enterprise level so that everyone's benefiting from... Group resources as opposed to each person trying themselves to find a solution that works, that this has this problem and that, that has that problem, and I'm going to find my solution, but then it's got this flaw, as opposed to using a group resource that runs at a much more efficient way of running things um, at a much basic level on the device so that every all, all the traffic on the device is actually being checked so that whether you're talking about malware – that's being filtered out because it's an unknown URL. So anything that's trying to go there is being blocked. So it means that sorry, I only speak English. <laughs> or any program that you may have downloaded that's trying to steal software uh, is trying to steal information from your computer. It's not getting to their server that's trying to siphon that information off you because our server is in between and it's filtering it out. It's not possible. It's the same thing as if you have a a filter on your tap in your kitchen. Um, and someone is trying to – or there's sewerage outside, but now this filter is removing the, the the dirt and whatever it is that's, that would be in the sewerage that's supposed to be coming into your tap. It's now filtered. Mm-hmm. It's clean. As opposed to each person trying to work out, oh, what happens if I strain it through stockings? What happens if I strain it through an old vest? And each person is trying to... Pre- so to go to the professionals. Exactly. Go to Basically. the professionals. That's what you do for educating your kids. I have to say that
1: after this show, I can't understand why somebody wouldn't want this because you, you, you said while we were talking something amazing that when your phone gets a virus or gets tra- uh, bad traffic or something that is putting your phone in risk, your company would pick it up. So that's an extra service. Although people come to you for the f- filtering and for the safety, but actually you're protecting their information.
2: Yeah, so it's it's definitely a benefit, and we can't. It's not something that we, it's not our field, but it's we do pick it up. And just to reiterate that point that Ari just made, um, the internet is huge. It is much bigger than you think it is. Your kids know much more than you about every device they have, and you got to you got to realize that. Give it to us. We've done way more than 10,000 hours on this, um, and we've learned a little bit over the last three years.
1: So, hand it over to the professionals. Basically, don't try to win this for yourself. You're not going to. Exactly. connect. How do the people connect you?
2: www.purify.net P-U-R-I-F-E-Y-E Okay. Net.
1: okay. Thank you so much for being with us today. That was Ari uh, Lewis, Rabbi Ari Lewis and Rabbi Yochi. Thank you so much And you know it's amazing Gave you the stage three years ago When you started, when you launched Everybody knows you Everybody, The awareness is there Well done And I'm just I'm, I'm looking forward to our next interview In about a year To see how much more has happened Thank you Thank you so much for being with us Thank you Craig for the, uh, running the show Thank you for all the listeners In the meantime Enjoy your week And we will be back in touch Next Monday 2 to 3 In the meantime Keep safe